What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Anime Casuals, and welcome back to the Lucky Rants. Actually, a very special edition of the Lucky Rants. So I had told you guys that I was very excited about the Demon Slayer movie uh, yesterday on the 22nd, on Thursday, and uh, because I was going to go see it, it was actually the first movie that I was going to see in theaters since the pandemic started, so that was very exciting. But, you know, if you're going to... If you're going to go see a movie, you know what I'm saying? You might as well make it a good one. And this one is a banger. By the way, I saw some crazy statistic. Um, Demon Slayer movie. Uh, let me let me see if this is accurate. I, I saw some crazy statistic somewhere that, um, that uh, Demon Slayer is like the, like the most highest grossing like Japanese film like ever. And I was like, what? Like... Uh, I don't know if they they mean anime though. I don't know if they're meaning, yeah, Japanese box office ever. Wow, that's pretty gnarly. Oh, it beat Spirited Away. I didn't even know Spirited Away was that high on that list. Dude, I gotta watch that movie again. Um, anyway, so I watched Demon Slayer. Uh, what is it called? Infinity Train. Uh, I think it was called Mugen Train or something like that, but from the subtitles. But anyway, saw it. It was very good. Um, I will not be spoiling anything until about fifteen minutes in. Uh, 10 or 15 minutes, depending on how, if I run out of stuff to talk about. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this, the film is about an hour and 57 minutes, so about two hours. Um, and it covers this whole arc, which I guess it was a, um, I guess it was a, uh, you know, I guess it was like, uh, it was supposed to be like a whole arc in the manga and they decided to just make it a, uh, a movie, which actually was a pretty good idea. Now that I'm looking back at it, I was like, okay, this actually, worked out super well um and you know it kind of you could kind of tell just from some of the uh just from some of the elements in there uh what this was gonna what this was gonna be about um it was a little bit slow in the beginning but ultimately you know got got to where it was going um by the way if you do not want to be spoiled for this movie do not look at the wiki um, so I'm looking at the wiki right now because I have to remember the characters' names for you guys. Um, but yeah, do not look at the wikis. Do not look, you know, unless you're a YouTuber or somebody who has to actually look this stuff up um, for your audience. Yeah, don't don't ever, excuse me, don't ever look up the uh, <laughs> the wiki because there will be some there will be spoil, spoilers uh, overall. So I I guess if I had to give this movie a rating, I'd give it maybe. Hmm. If I'm being super objective about it, maybe in maybe like an eight out of ten. And the reason why I don't rate it higher is because it was like most of the movie is pretty slow, uh, if we're being real. So uh, let, let me actually like take it back real quick for <clears throat> anybody. So this fall, this is so this is by the way is all canon. I don't know if that was ever a debate in anybody's mind, but this is all canon. This is all. Um, this all takes place after season one ended. Um, if you guys remember, we saw that um, Tanjiro, uh, Inosuke, and Zenitsu are all well, and and um, Jesus Christ, what is this little sister's name? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't I know. Uh, Nesco. Um, they're all uh, they're all he- they all are heading to meet the Flame Hashira uh, Rengoku on uh, this train. Um, you know, they, they were given orders to go meet him, so they end up. Uh, getting onto that train and uh tanjiro also wants to ask him about this um uh, they they called it something else in the movie and they didn't give an actual translation to it i think it's called sun breathing yeah it's called sun breathing um 
yeah, Hino Kokyu. Yeah, that's what they kept calling it in there. But anyway, um, this was if, you know, if going back, this is what uh, Tanjiro used against Rui, who was uh, one of the lower Kozukis in the first season. And, you know, there's a lot of questions around it, right? Because it looks a lot like, I mean, you can see flames, you can see the fire. Um, so we're trying, he, he wanted to see if there was, if, uh, Rengoku, the flame Hashira was going to be able to give him any, um, give him any, uh, insights on it because it seems like they're closely related. So they're going over to go check that out. So, um, and then if you guys remember, um, also there was a, uh, a demon who ended up becoming, uh, one of the lower ranks. Um, his name is Enmu. And uh, yeah, he ended up becoming one of the lower ranks. Um, I don't know if it was revealed what number he was of the lower ranks in the uh, in the anime. So I'm not going to say exactly what that is, just to avoid the spoilers of it. Um, but uh, you know, if you guys remember, Rui was lower rank five, and the lower ranks are, I guess, you could kind of consider them kind of like on the level of like regular demon slayers, right? Whereas the higher ranks are like Hashira level and beyond, that kind of thing. Um, so you have that, that's, that's kind of the power scaling of it. And, um, yeah, overall the movie was super awesome. Um, I, I will just say this, uh, there was some immersion breaking, but it was not because of the movie. It was because these people who were sitting next to me decided to bring their kid. And I, you know, it started to make me realize I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm too old for anime or that kid's too young. Cause there was a lot of blood and gore in this movie. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that's not a spoiler. It's just literally like, it's just demon slayer, right? There's a lot of blood and gore, you know, you're facing demons. What do you expect? Right. <laughs> and, uh, like every single time something happened or there was like some little, uh, moment of like paw or, you know, where the, there was like some silence and stuff like the, this, these parents were like explaining the movie to this, this kid. And I was like, Oh my God, did you just shut up? Um, but, uh, yeah, overall. And also the, uh, the graphics, the, I, I don't know if you'd call them, cg because um they're obviously still hand drawn but oh my god dude the, some of the graphics in this looked really good like if you can uh if you guys remember back the uh the intro to demon slayer like that's it's on that level and beyond like that's how good the graphics are on some of these now granted i was a little close and i i don't think the the the, I, the theater was the highest quality right because i could start to see some of the grain in the the film it's or in the screen itself um but i'm not gonna fault demon slayer for that you could definitely tell it was because of the quality of the theater and everything um but uh yeah overall super good movie if i if i had to give it a, a different rating based off of um just based off of my love as an anime fan and my love for demon slayer i'd probably give it closer to an eight point like i'm gonna i'm gonna be like a little bit of a, a dick here and be like 8.7 like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make up a number uh but uh so you know you guys remember i gave it an eight uh, as an objective uh viewer um 8.7 as a demon slayer fan just because it filled in uh, well first off whenever you get to go see a movie that actually has to do with the anime that's always cool right because we've seen um uh, what what is it? Um, we I we we you know me Michael and Johnny have seen uh the My Hero movies very good, but they have nothing to do with the story, right? Like you know this has no impact. You're not going to see it and be like, oh man, I better remember that, you know. <laughs> um, except I guess My Hero, uh, what is it? 
uh, one's justice or it was the most recent my hero movie they had introduced a character before they actually the anime had actually um introduced them themselves and so you know when they introduced him i was like who the heck is this this person and you know not to go into that just in case uh, any of you are not familiar with my hero but um yeah overall the demon slayer movie is is really really good um you know i remember i i, I drove out of the parking lot blasting uh Garenji by lisa the the uh opener for demon slayer just being like really pumped i was really happy about it um also kind of give us gave us something to look forward to um you know before the next season of demon slayer which i mean i don't even know when uh the next demon slayer season is coming out um let me let me see if i can do some casual research real quick uh uh let's see if we can find it but uh and maybe we'll return in 2021 so yeah later this year which um you know for the that must suck for the i think it was what like asia got this movie first like last year or something like that and you know now it's like uh so it looks like it's most likely fall and now you know they saw it like a year ago and now they have to wait till like this year to do it whereas I, we just saw it right now and it's going to be coming out later this year oh my god this is amazing so yeah overall movie was great um like i said i don't really want to go into any plot points um you know, if you are a fan of Demon Slayer, obviously you have to watch this movie because it's literally just watching. Um, it's like watching like well, how, how long are each episode, like 20 minutes? So like watching like six episodes in one. Right. Um, which I mean, on a big screen is freaking amazing. So, yeah, overall, go see it as soon as possible. Um, also, if you guys are um, worried, I'm, I'm I don't know where you guys are listening to this at what part of the world you're at. But at my theater, you know, I, there was uh you know, there's social distancing and stuff. So if you choose a seat, like automatically, um, it'll cancel out any seats near you, like within, I think, two or three seats and everything. Um, I don't know how that is for the rest of the world. But uh, yeah, you guys definitely need to see this movie, especially if you're going to go into um, the next season. Right. Um, but yeah, overall, great movie. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any, like I said, the only negative is how long it took the movie to get into the 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 story which is why i actually liked that they made this a movie and they didn't actually add this into the show because going through a couple episodes of this probably would have uh it probably would have kind of degraded a little bit of what demon slayer is which is usually kind of we get into we get into what we need to get into there's no fillers and anything like that we just get into the story and we keep going right very to the point anime and that's what i love about demon slayer so i'm um, very happy that they put this into a movie instead of making this you know making us wait each week to finally get into um what we needed to get into um is there anything else that i needed to cover in the non-spoiler part of this uh hmm yeah i think that's mostly it guys so yeah if you guys have not seen the movie or you do not want to be spoiled i'm going to spoil like everything every single part of this is going to be spoilers from here on out. So thank you for listening. If you guys um, have not watched the series or have not watched the movie, you know, thank you for listening so far. Um, definitely go see it. It is a must watch for all Demon Slayer fans. Um, now for anybody that's still listening to this, this is where the spoilers come in. So um, if you guys remember, I had just talked about the uh, the demon or um, the Demon Slayer wiki, right? I had been spoiled about something. Well, when I had gone on the Demon Slayer wiki, I ended up uh, seeing, you know, it, it says Hashira's and this says former Hashira's, right? And I think you know where I'm going with this, right? And it says former Hashira 
uh Rengoku and I was like wait a minute what the hell is going on here like why why is Rengoku a former Hashira did he quit and so when the movie started going on I was like oh dude this guy hella gonna die especially when the um uh what's this fool's name um Akaza had uh shown up you know the uh the upper rank three guy uh like dude I knew that there's this was not gonna go Rengoku's way so um, there was a lot in this movie. I really enjoyed the movie from a um, from like a technical standpoint too. Like that was just the cherry on top. The um, the fight scenes in this were just so great. And I, I guess I want to pose this question out there. You know, would Rengoku have stood a chance against um, Akaza if he had you know if he had um, not had to have saved those what 200 people on the train something like that like would he have been able to save all of them or would he have been able to face that guy you know um fair and square if you know he had not had to save all these people i, I really don't know the answer to the question that's why i'm kind of putting it out there um but uh yeah it was uh i don't know for me i'm just wondering about that also uh, another little thing a little another little tidbit that i'm wondering about is um is Tanjiro's sword? If you guys remember, he threw his sword with like a sun when he was sun breathing, and he just threw it, and this flame came out of it. I'm actually wondering if uh, if Tanjiro actually killed that demon, and I, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not too sure. I was actually hoping they were going to show that, um, but uh, yeah, I was actually really hoping they were going to show like that demon just getting wrecked because Tanjiro uses sun breathing. Um, and the reason why I'm I'm making the hypothesis is because if we know, if we remember the sun is actually what kills a demon. So if there's some if there's somebody that can literally harness the power of the sun um, in their blade, I would assume you might actually just be able to kill a demon, um, even if you don't uh, evaporate their head, right? And uh, you know I I yeah it's pretty crazy. Uh, you know another cool thing about this is we learn. Because, you know, there's a lot of different Hashiras. Um, and then we hear Rengoku actually explain the... Um, we actually hear Rengoku explain the um, the origin of it. Because I believe... I'm trying to remember the exact ones. Well, it's definitely Water Flame. So the, the base ones are Water Flame, Rock, and Wind, I think. And I, I thought he also said Lightning. But I, I think Lightning might be an offshoot of Fire. I don't remember. And then we find out that... Uh, oh, no, wait. No, the only offshoot of Fire is Love, I think um the love hashira or whatever the hell yeah love hashira um so you figure out that you know each one of these are kind of like an offshoot of a of a um an element that's already there which is really cool i really like that attention to detail from it um but uh yeah and we also get to see a lot of uh we also get to see rengoku's past um obviously we have to since he does uh die in this movie um and he, you know seeing you know, obviously, dude, the one thing about this movie that really came to light was just how um, cool Rangoku was. And, oh, man, I, I don't know exactly how to say this because I think they did a good job. And obviously, I had just talked before about how they had put this into a nice bite-sized meal for us because, you know, there's so much there's so much of the dream world happening that I kind of just wanted to, to get it over with, to be honest with you. Um, after a while, right? I was okay with it at first, but after a while, I was kind of like, "All right, let's let's get on with this." I kind of want to see the fight um, that I know is eventually going to happen. But uh, yeah, it was really it, it did take a little while. And then you know, thinking about it, 
um, with Rengoku and all that stuff. Uh, I really wish we'd had a little bit more time with them. And I that's no fault of the movie, the manga, or anything like that. It's just he was such a cool character, man. By the by, the time that he had to face um, Akaza, am I saying that fool's name right? Yeah, Akaza. Um, yeah, dude, I was already like, I, I was just like, man. Um, another really interesting thing was that um, you know, if we if you guys remember. Uh, we saw Tomioka when he saved Tanjiro, right? Uh, by from Rui, um, he used like an eleventh, eleventh. Uh, what do you call it? Breathing technique, or what? What do you call those forms? Yeah, the forms. Uh, he used an eleventh form. I'm wondering why this Flame Hashira didn't have any other forms. And I guess it was kind of mentioned that he had never actually read up on any of the other Flame Hashiras. So he kind of just. It seems like he kind of learned this on his own, whereas Tomioka learned, you know, from. Um, Urokodaki, right? So I'm wondering if he did not like learn. Um, I'm wondering if he just didn't learn formally and he kind of did this all based off of passion and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused about that because he, he used like the first form, the second form. I'm gonna, I, and I don't think that the forms are based off of the, you know, the, the, um like the number right like if it's uh, the first form isn't any stronger than the third form but i do have to say the 11th form of the water um uh tomiokas right of the of the water breathing techniques um excuse me is pretty insane compared to the rest of them just how um how much damage it can do i'm interested to see and I, i'd be interested to hear what you guys think about this um what the other Hashiras are capable of. I mean, how strong was uh, Rengoku? Because if you guys remember, um, I think it was... I'm trying to remember which Hashira it was. I think it was um, Uzui. Um, the sound Hashira had mentioned like, oh, somebody as strong as Rengoku wasn't able to defeat them, huh? And, you know, I'm wondering how strong each Hashira is compared to Rengoku now, right? Um, and I, I should actually point this out, right? Because um, the upper ranks, like, you know, this guy was number three of the upper ranks, right? Like, there's, at least from what I'm looking at on this image, there are, um, actually, maybe I shouldn't say that because maybe that might be a spoiler for right later down the road. They actually don't have any of the names or anything like that, just Akaza because he was in the movie, um, which I appreciate that. But um, yeah, it was... Uh, Anyway, like to be number three, right? Like at least we know what number he was. That's pretty insane that he was able to take on that guy and almost kill him, right? He almost got him, um, which I'm actually, I'm kind of sad about that he didn't get him. But I'm also, I also completely understand the logic behind it. Like make him a tragic hero that dies protecting people. I, you know, I totally get that. Also, I was, I was actually really worried that he was going to become a demon. Uh, Rengoku was just because you know I, I i just didn't know what he was gonna be doing right i was like uh you know is he is he gonna you know what, what what's gonna happen to him like let, let's let's just be real here like what what's what's happening here what's going to uh you know because i was just thinking that would be crazy if he came back as a demon and just came back stronger but uh yeah obviously and then we also get to see the gap right the gap in skill between where the demon slayer core is and where the hashiras are and also we get to see the gap between right the lower demon the lower ranked demon and the upper ranking demons because it's tremendous right because um akaza had even mentioned that he's been training for hundreds of years or you know when you're immortal like that you can train for hundreds of years and keep honing your technique whereas 
um, when you're an ephemeral being, uh, excuse me, ephemeral being like uh, a human being, uh, you you only have a limited amount of time to get your skills right. And whereas Rangoku was kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, ephemeral beings, we have to fear death. We have all this stuff. So we take it more seriously than you do, um, which was kind of the argument, which is um, an argument that I'd heard in philosophy before, which actually um, definitely makes a lot of sense. Right. Because if you were immortal, would you take life as seriously as somebody that isn't immortal? Right. And so, you know, I, I think this movie touches on uh, some great topics. Um, it definitely touches on some uh, some interesting. It, it it really whets your appetite for the next season because you're wondering, okay, we already lost a Hashira, right? Which is kind of insane. If you hmm, try to think of like you you know what what this reminds me of is when um, spoilers for Naruto, I guess, like the very first season, like it, very first, no second second season after the tuning exams, right? Um, when we lost uh, the third Hokage, right? Because that guy is supposed to be the strongest in the village, right? I mean, that's not a written rule, right? Because Tsunade wasn't the strongest in the village, um, but she was, you know, one of the strongest people in the village. Um, but when we lost the third Hokage, you started to realize, oh, there are like real consequences to the series. Even though you have somebody super strong on your team, there is a real risk of, you know, getting wrecked anyways. Like, it doesn't matter. And I think that's what I kind of appreciated about this movie was that it showed the that even though there are these strong, these, these really strong freaking demon slayers called the Hashira, um, it doesn't guarantee you a win against um, what's this guy's name? Mulan, Mulan, <laughs> Mulan, Muzan, I think his name is. Yeah, Muzan, um, <laughs> Mulan. Yay, Mulan. Um, yeah, like, uh, it, it really isn't guaranteed. Also, I'm wondering if Muzan is strong on his own because um, just because it doesn't seem like I haven't seen him fight, but also his blood is helping these people. So I, I, I don't really know. Um, also, it was interesting to see that um, Rengoku's blade broke. I, I'm wondering... Like I'm wondering how strong how strong a blade would have to be to like damage these people, right? Because we did see Tanjiro's blade break when he was facing Rui, but I'm also wondering what like what what do you need to really like kill these people? Because I'm like, geez, dude, they're so strong. Which I mean, I think that's another thing that I appreciate about this movie and Demon Slayer in general is the power scaling is actually uh, is actually like conceivable, I guess. You know, when you think about like Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, it's just like you're just constantly like they're just constantly getting stronger. So all they do is make more transformations for them to compensate for their lack of skill compared to this new tier. Right. Whereas in this one, you can kind of tell since everybody I, 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 they're not base human stats. Right. They're they're obviously in uh, superhuman in some ways, obviously. But. Um, it, it doesn't go outside of the realm of possibility, which I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed watching um, because you can kind of you can tell the levels. And you know what I compare it to is One Piece's um, One Piece's world building. That's what I, I kind of like about this series. It's kind of like it's the 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 power building, right? You can kind of tell that there are going to be times where um, uh, you know even take the the last battle right when or not the last last battle right not not before Rengoku had to face uh, Akaza when they were facing um, God I can't remember this guy's name now he this guy is kind of, I'm gonna be real with you he wasn't 
when he he was kind of announced, I didn't see him as like a super big villain. And when they actually announced, you know, when when Akaza showed up, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, Enmu, uh, when Enmu was turned into the train, and you know he was fighting all them, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But uh, um, forgot forgot where I was going with that. Um, shoot, I can't remember what I was, where I was going with that. But anyway, um. You know, Enmu wasn't like the the best villain and everything, but uh, yeah, oh, sorry, it, this, this is where I was going. Um, you know, when you got to see Inosuke kind of figure out where the head was, I mean, should have been obvious, but uh, you know, and when Enmu's dying, right, he's talking about, you know, I wasn't expecting, you know, this guy to be so fast. I wasn't expecting, um, what is it, Inosuke to have such good instincts, right? Like he has really good instincts, so that's kind of what helps him. Um, then we have like. Tanjiro being able to wake up right away and all that kind of stuff. So um, it was interesting, right? Because we got to see that this guy, I mean, if, if anything, right, it really, he really was a challenge. Like Rengoku wouldn't have been able to beat this guy by himself. So it was actually good that um, uh, Tanjiro and all of them got to, uh, got to fight alongside him. Um, I am interested to see in the next season, what happens when Tanjiro goes to visit uh, Rengoku's dad and the, the, sorry, the family, um, I guess it would just be the dad and the brother, right? Um, because I'm wondering if that will change the dad, because we got to see that the dad kind of was a deadbeat Hashira. He was a former, um, a former. He was, I guess, he was a former flame Hashira, and uh, just didn't give a shit about anything. I think it was. I, if I had to surmise, they didn't say this in the movies, uh, in the movie, excuse me. Um, but I'm assuming that it was because of the mom, uh, the mom passing away. It, he probably just gave like gave up on life after that. So. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when he figures out that his son is dead. Also, to see what the brother does. Uh, I'm really, I, I don't know why. This is just an inkling that I have, and my inklings are almost never correct. So don't, don't, uh, don't pay too much attention to this. But I'm wondering if that brother is going to play a really big role down the line, whether it be for good or evil. And I, I don't know exactly how to like put that. But I, I don't think he's going to become a demon slayer. I'm also just wondering. If like, I'm wondering if he's going to hold a grudge, um, you know, I wonder if he's going to hold a grudge against um, Jesus Christ. That's a really big name. Ubuya Shaki, Ubuya, Ubuya, Ubuya Shiki. Um, I'm just going to call him Kaga. Yeah, um, he is the he's the head of the um, the the Demon Slayer Corps, right? The guy with the like scars on his uh, head and everything. Uh, I wonder if he's going to hold a grudge against him for letting his brother die, all that kind of stuff. And then maybe. I don't know, somehow betray the demon slayer. I don't know. This is just like a, a hypothesis that I just came up with in my head randomly, right when I'm, I was talking right now. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see what the other Hashira can do because um, each breathing technique is so different, right? You don't really think about it until afterwards. Like, like uh, Zenitsu, I, and this is where I'm like really interested with Zenitsu, right? Because his lightning breathing is really unique. Like, first off, there's not a lightning Hashira. And you might say, oh, yeah, well, there's not a beast Hashira either. Well, there there actually is. because, Well, if you look at Inosuke, right, he uses beast breathing, right? Well, there is a... There's a, not a beast Hashira per se, but there are, like, uh, animal Hashiras, right? The, uh, the serpent Hashira, um, Iguro. You have the insect Hashira, the fine-ass Shinobu. You have... Uh, um, I think those are the, the, the main animal ones. Um, but you, you know, you basically have that. Whereas Zenitsu is very, you know, he's really interesting when you think of, uh, you know, when he was, he was trained by the former lightning Hashira 
um what's his name uh Kuajima, um which was i guess his i thought that was his grandpa but i they have two different last names i can't even remember right now um but yeah you got to see that right um and i'm always wondering if zenitsu is gonna actually master a different form i don't know if he really has to because he's so like that first form is so ridiculous because he goes like supersonic speed he basically just becomes a flash and just wrecks everything for a while um, and we did get to see the extent of that in when he was facing um, the spider fan when they were facing the spider family. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. Um, what's going to happen from here on out, man? What? Well, is Tanjiro going to get his sword back? I mean, there's a lot of questions coming up. Um, also, I, I, you know, even though there wasn't an after credit scene, I will admit the after credits or the credits themselves we were really um i had to stay man i had to stay for my boy rengoku man he you know they showed a bunch of images of him and his family like all this crazy stuff and i was like oh my god dude just getting me right in the feels but um yeah you know so starting to run out a little bit out of time here guys but um you know thank you guys for listening if you guys did listen all the way through um really appreciate it um really appreciate you guys listening in general also um michael uh, michael anime josh and johnny will be doing a separate review on our youtube channel uh coming on monday so you guys can check that out as well if you guys just go to the link tree in the description box down below you can check out all things casual there um, also, feel free to email us at animecasuals with an S, real, R-E-A-L, excuse me, at gmail.com if you guys have any questions or any topics that you'd like us to cover. But as always, guys, do not forget to keep it casual.